Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Hello, hello. So I am in England. I am just down the road from Stonehenge, where I was earlier today. It's tea time here in England, just after four o'clock, and I'm so happy to be with you. Truly, I am so very, very happy, and what a blessing it is that we can join together and, as I love to say, transcend time and space in order to have this experience of gathering together, being the two or more who are gathered. So that's what we're dedicating ourselves to right now, and I invite you to take that breath with me, and we're going to turbocharge our breakthrough today. Yes, we are turbocharging our breakthrough. So I invite you to place your hand on your heart. And let's take that breath of love and gratitude. Love and gratitude right now. Opening our heart, opening our mind to the power and the presence of divine love living through us and as us. We're grateful right now to consciously connect and commune with the power and the presence of divine love, living the love. This is what we're truly choosing for ourselves right now as we open our hearts and we open our minds to instant healing because that's what love is. So we're allowing ourselves to remember that love is all that we are. Love is all that there is. And we are consciously connecting and communing with the presence of love that is our true identity. So grateful to take that breath right now. So grateful to consciously say yes to infinite intelligence. So grateful to consciously open ourselves for the healing, we're opening ourselves to turbocharge that breakthrough, turbocharge that healing, and we are grateful right now that we can connect. Yes, we are. In grace and gratitude, we share the benefits of our healing and our expansion with everyone 
because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Hmm. Yeah. Consciously connecting and communing. And my topic this week is turbocharge your breakthrough. So I've just come from the Course in Miracles conference in England, Birmingham, England, where I got to have some wonderful quality time with folks from all over, mostly the UK, a a number of the Masterful Living students, my year-long class were there, we got to have some quality time together, which was lovely, and uh, I'm getting ready, I'm going to be in Ireland uh, the weekend of uh, June 789, I'm doing events in Ireland, Belfast, and Dublin. So you can go to my events page at jenniferhadley.com and you can see all the events that are coming up for me in, in Europe in the next couple of months. And if you happen to have any friends in France or you're going to be in France uh, in later May, early June, let me know because I'm going to be there too. I'm going to go to Lourdes and then to the south of France and connect with the Marys, Mary Magdalene, Mary, Mother of Jesus in uh, those etheric realms. So I'm doing a bit of traveling this spring and it's lovely. So even before I came to the UK, I was at the Chicago Course in Miracles conference And that was great. I got to be with a lot of my spiritual brothers and sisters from around the United States as we gathered together, hundreds of us studying A Course in Miracles. And that is so beautiful, so truly beautiful. And right now we are going to dive in and study A Course in Miracles together. So I... uh, I heard Regina Dawn Akers speaking in Chicago. I got to hear a bit of her, and we got to be together in person for the first time. She's one of the eight teachers that's participating with me in Living a Course in Miracles, livingacourseinmiracles.com. That class begins Thursday, May 9th, just day after tomorrow, with Colin Tipping, first class with Colin Tipping, and our topic is Enlightened Relationships. So many of us are challenged to transform our relationships from special to holy, and Colin is masterful at that, and this is also the subject of his new book, so we're going to get quite a teaching. He's he's one of my favorite teachers. He really is. He's one of the most beautiful Course in Miracles Forgiveness teachers. Not really Course in Miracles, but boy, he's right in alignment and he's very beautiful and deep. So I've been contemplating as I've been traveling and doing my own studies and development. I've been contemplating this turbocharge of the breakthrough. And not because I'm in some unhappiness or lack of peace. I feel actually extremely peaceful and calm and quite grateful and thankful, very blessed, things continuously managing to work out, (laughs) even 
getting to my radio broadcast today was a bit of a stretch. I needed a taxi from Stonehenge, and it I had to wait quite a while to get one. So I thought I would have plenty of time. Um, and it turned out I walked in the door just as we were starting. But you see, it's all good. And that's what I love, and that's what I'm interested in sharing with my brothers and sisters. And that is the turbo charge that we're speaking of here. I'm going to point you to Lesson 189. I feel the love of God within me now. Lesson 189, it's my page 359 in the workbook. I feel the love of God within me now. There is a light in you the world cannot perceive. And with its eyes, you will not see this light, for you are blinded by the world. Yet, you have eyes to see it. It is there for you to look upon. It was not placed in you to be kept hidden from your sight. This light is a reflection of the thought we practice now. To feel the love of God within you is to see the world anew, shining in innocence, alive with hope. And blessed with perfect clarity and love. What could you fear in such a world as this? Now, it says here then in paragraph 5. Learn and do not let your mind forget this law of seeing. The law of seeing. I love it when the Course, when Jesus gives us the laws. I love that. So we dig into this. The law of seeing. Here it is. You will look upon that which you feel within. If hatred finds a place within your heart, you will perceive a fearful world held cruelly in death's sharp, pointed, bony bony fingers. If you feel the love of God within you, you will look out on a world of mercy and love. So, What I consistently experience is so many people telling me they're afraid. So many people telling me they're afraid. And so many people convinced that they are afraid because of the circumstances and situations in the world. They are confused. They think that they're afraid because of what they see. Here is the law of seeing You will look upon that which you feel within. If hatred finds a place within your heart, you will perceive a fearful world. So, if you're perceiving a fearful world, if you're afraid of what you see in the world, it's because of what you're looking with, not what you're looking at. And I recognize that we may have heard this over and over and over again, and yet until we believe it, we will not understand it. Until we're willing to believe it, we will not understand it. So it says here, if you feel the love of God within you, you will look out on a world of mercy and love. And then, check this out, paragraph 7, okay? This is the turbocharge part right here. Simply do this, all right? Here's the cure for the fearful world. Here's the cure for the distress, the upset, the worry, Even the illness, right? The sense of lack, whether it's lack of health, lack of 
finances, lack of love, lack of friendship, lack of creativity, whatever the lack is that you are energizing, here is the antidote. Right here. Paragraph 6. Today we pass illusions as we seek to reach what is true in us. Okay, the light, the love, the peace, the joy abide in us. Regardless, the spark may seem to be small, but a little spark can light the flame and it can indeed light a massive bonfire. This is the fact. Feel its all-embracing tenderness, its love which knows us perfect as itself, its sight which is the gift, its love bestows on us. We learn the way today. We learn the way today. Remember, Jesus talked about the way, the truth, and the life. We learn the way today. This is the the name of Jesus' teachings. We learn the way today. It is as sure as love itself to which it carries us. The way is as sure as love itself to which it carries us. For its simplicity avoids the snares, the foolish convolutions, of the world's apparent reasoning, but serve to hide. There's your poetry right there. Simply do this, okay? Here it is. Simply do this. Be still and lay aside all thoughts of what you are and what God is, okay? So whatever you think you know, lay it aside. Be willing to say, I don't know what anything is for. I don't need to attribute meaning to anything. I don't know what the table is for. I don't know what the phone is for. I don't know what my cup is for. I don't know what anything is for. Just lay it all aside. All thoughts of what you are and what God is, all concepts you have learned about the world, all images you hold about yourself, lay them aside. So positive images, negative images, equally meaningless. Lay them all aside. I love this. (laughs) Empty your mind of everything it thinks is either true or false or good or bad. Empty your mind of every thought it judges worthy and all the ideas of which it is ashamed. Right? Isn't that one of the, the biggest challenges many people have? They're ashamed of their thoughts. Hold on to nothing. Nada, zip, nothing. Do not bring with you one thought the past has taught, nor one belief you have ever learned before from anything. Forget this world. Forget this course. And come with holy empty hands unto your God. Lay it all down. Surrender everything. Right? Surrender is inevitable. Today's the day. We're going to lay it all down. On the altar, lay it all down and uh, walk the way with empty hands to God. It is not he who knows, sorry, is it not he who knows the way to you? Is it not he who knows the way to you? He who knows the way to you. There is one who knows the way to us. To you. You need not know the way to 
am. You see, you don't have to figure it out. Your little willingness is all that's required. And how do you do that? You surrender everything that you think you know. How do you do that? How do you surrender everything? You value nothing. You value no opinions, no judgments, no thoughts, no beliefs. You value nothing. Not your name, not your position in your family, in the world, in your workplace, not your health or your wealth or anything. Value nothing. Just turn to God with willingness and say, I surrender it all. All I'm interested in is being met and carried along the way. How beautiful and simple is that? So if we're sincere, if we're willing, all else will be added unto us. When we seek the kingdom first, all else is added unto us. So when we open up and we we surrender all, then we're saying, I'm totally willing. I'm totally sincere. Totally, totally, totally. Yes, I am. So grateful to know that this is so. (sighs) He knows the way to you. It's not he who knows the way to you. You need not know the way to him. Your part is simply to allow all obstacles that you have interposed between the Son and God the Father to be quietly removed forever. Quietly removed forever. Isn't that so much better than being things being ripped from you? <laughs> so those of you who've been listening to me for a while, you've probably heard me suggest to you to read the section in the Manual for Teachers, Chapter 4, Section A, Development of Trust. So valuable. And it talks there about how things will seem to be taken from us. Things will seem to be lost and stripped away. But that's only the appearance. What's really being happening is we are being assisted in letting go of that which no longer serves us. We're being assisted in letting go of that which no longer serves us. So here is our divine opportunity. To simply, freely, of our own volition, give it all away so that we can anchor in our willingness and be gently guided along the way. I love that. You know, Jesus talks about that many, many times about the gentleness. So let us affirm that and choose that now. Oh, it's time for me to take a break, and I'm going to invite you, if you're at the computer, you can go to livingacourseofmiracles.com, sign up for all eight weeks, 16 free classes right now, livingacourseofmiracles.com. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, Course of Miracles, Walking the Talk and Living the Love. I'll be right back. If Unity Online Radio has helped you grow spiritually through programs like this one, please consider supporting this online radio programming. Visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for helping us continue to serve as the voice of an awakening world.
Hi, this is Ellen Devonport. The Five Principles was my first book, and here's what I've learned as an author. It's nice to sell a lot of books, but it's truly gratifying to know the book is being read, used, and studied in churches and small groups in the U.S. and beyond. And I get a real kick out of hearing that someone gave The Five Principles to friends who aren't in unity. Because The Five Principles are universal spiritual laws. They operate in everyone's life whether they know it or not. They've been discovered and rediscovered by spiritual masters for thousands of years. God is all there is. We are expressions of God. We create our experience with the power of our thoughts. We align ourselves with the well-being of the universe through prayer and meditation. And we live the truth we know every day in every decision. Just five principles, they cover it all. Buy the book at unity.org. Reverend Paulette's mantra is, It's all a prayer. Tune in every Tuesday as Unity Minister Paulette Pipe leads you in meditation and prayer on touching the stillness. Make no mistake, this is not nap time. With an energy that will captivate you, touching the stillness will guide you in deep meditation, leaving you enlivened. Hear astounding meditations and learn more about different forms of meditation. Enrich your prayer life as Reverend Paulette, Senior Minister of Touching the Stillness Ministries, affirmatively prays with power and authority by taking live prayer requests from callers like you. Whether you have a prayer request for yourself or for a loved one or are ready for a deepened meditation experience, make sure you tune in on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Central Time, where we'll be joining in consciousness with the unceasing prayer activity of the Silent Unity 24-7 Prayer Ministry at Unity Village. That's Touching the Stillness with Rev. Paulette Pipe every Tuesday right here on Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Letting go in the stillness. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. We're back. Turbocharging our breakthrough here. Your part is simply to allow all obstacles that you have interposed between the Son and God the Father to be quietly removed forever. Lesson 189, paragraph 8. Isn't that fantastic? Our part is simply to allow. Isn't that fantastic? I mean, when you really think about it, all you have to do is allow it. You don't have to figure out how. And... It's quietly removed forever. So this is the thing that has been one of the most helpful learnings for me is that if I can surrender 
that which no longer serves me. If I can surrender the thoughts, the attachments, the beliefs that no longer serve me, then they can be easily and gracefully lifted from me. Isn't that fantastic? I just love that. Because for many, many, many years as a spiritual student, I really believed that there was going to be a lot of difficulty, that there were going to be hard times. And I so remember thinking, oh my God, I have to surrender this. I have to surrender that. Uh, I have to surrender again. And so I started to say to my friends, oh, I've realized it's never not about surrender. So we can really make that graceful transition if we're willing to hold on to nothing, absolutely nothing, which if we just start with our opinions and judgments, it gets so much easier. And it really is what I think of as a process of elimination on the way to illumination. So remember this lesson is telling us, I feel the love of God within me now. There is a light in you the world cannot perceive, right? That light within you is the illumination to which I refer. So it's a process of illumination on the way to illumination. You're already luminous. That's your true nature. You are a luminous light being. However, what hides the light of your being is whatever it is that you treasure that's not of you. It's just a fabrication, a false belief, a false idea. And that's why it says in the development of trust section in the manual for teachers, chapter 4, page 10 in my chapter, uh, in my manual for teachers, in Paragraph 4, it says, it takes great learning to understand that all things, events, encounters, and circumstances are helpful. And it also talks about going through a period of undoing, a period of sorting out, a period of relinquishment, right? And where we have to learn that that which does not have true value is being taken from us, or it's falling away, it's crumbling away, it's seeming to break down. So let's say that we're treasuring our physical body more than our spiritual body. Wouldn't it make sense that the physical body might break down so that we learn to value the spiritual body more than the physical body. Wouldn't that make sense that that might happen? And couldn't we change our mind from thinking, isn't this horrible, my body is breaking down, to isn't this incredibly helpful and valuable? My physical body is breaking down so that I will... Recognize love is the healer and focus on healing my mind and valuing my spiritual body more than my physical body. So we can still treasure our physical body, but if we make the physical body a false idol, then wouldn't it be truly helpful to have it be revealed for what it is, a false idol. 
because many people make of their body a false idol. So in this third stage that's referred to in the development of trust, it says here, it's called a period of relinquishment. If this is interpreted as giving up the desirable, it will engender enormous conflict. So if you're treasuring that which you're idolizing, then it will be very, very difficult to give it up. Very difficult. And it could be that you're idolizing your job or your things or your marriage or anything. Your creativity, your physical prowess, all kinds of things. We have treasured them and made of them false idols. And so giving them up can create enormous conflict, but it also is the fastest way to our healing. So if we can instead simply do this, as it says back here in Lesson 189, Paragraph 7, simply do this, be still and lay aside all thoughts of what you are and what God is, all concepts you have learned about the world, all images you hold about yourself. Empty your mind of everything it thinks is either true or false or good or bad, of every thought it judges worthy and all the ideas of which it is ashamed. Hold on to nothing. Idolize nothing. Hold on to nothing. Nothing that you could touch with your hands or perceive with your physical body. Do not bring with you one thought the past has taught, nor one belief you have ever learned before from anything. Forget this world. Forget this course. What? Forget this course and come with holy empty hands unto your God. Your part is simply to allow all obstacles that you have interposed between the Son and the God, God the Father to be quietly removed forever. Oh, I just love the sound of that. God will do his part in joyful and immediate response. Immediate response. So we don't even have to wait for a couple of years, a couple of weeks, a couple of days. You see, it's all according to our sincerity. It's all according to our willingness. And we cannot fake sincerity and willingness. We cannot fake these things. It's not possible. God knows our heart. Our own higher Holy Spirit self, our true identity, knows our heart because there is no separation. Ask and receive, but do not make demands, nor point the road to God by which he should appear to you. Right? Isn't that a common mistake? Haven't we done that in many, many lifetimes? We've made demands of God. Show me, God. Show me here. Show me there. Do this for me. Do that for me. Making God the errand boy, the messenger boy. No. No. Instead, we surrender all beliefs, all thoughts, everything that we cherish, in great sincerity, in total willingness, in humility, we surrender it all and say, only you, God, that's all I'm interested in, only you. God is enough for me. My own holiness is enough for me. My own loving, light-filled, luminous beingness is enough for me. I'm interested in seeing that 
with the inner sight more than I am in seeing the numbers in my bank account, the beautiful person in my bed, the uh, whatever it is, the perfect body, whatever it is, the job offer, the car, the house, whatever it is, we're interested only in knowing our true identity. And in that surrender, in that willingness, spirit finds us. Because what it really is, it just it seems like spirit finds us. But you see, we haven't traveled out of God. We haven't traveled away from God. That is purely an illusion. Instead, we've traveled in our mind. So that's why that movie, The Matrix, is so helpful to us. Because it really illustrates that we can have... Uh, such a visceral experience in our mind and that's how this world is now so i've just come off these two course miracles conferences the one in chicago and the one in birmingham england and listening to my dear sweet friend gary renard sharing and it's so beautiful what he shares in Disappearance of the Universe and his books and his talks. And I so appreciate him as a teacher. Of course, he cracks me up. I just, I hear him tell the same jokes over and over again. And he still cracks me up every time, which I appreciate a lot. He, he likes to laugh and so do I. So we enjoy that about each other. But here's the thing that I really appreciate about Gary. He takes a stand. Every time he speaks, in all of his books, over and over and over again, he takes a stand for the fastest path to your awakening is to recognize that everything you think you see with your eyes, everything you think you feel with your body is an illusion projected by the mind. That it is your mind that is that light. It is your belief that you place into the film strip, which is the thought, right? You have a thought, you add your belief, you invest your mind, you invest your awareness, and that is what makes that projection appear on the screen. So the thought, it's like the film running through the projector. Your awareness is the light that moves through that projection onto the screen of your experience. So this is why simply surrendering everything you think you want, everything you think you are, everything you think you need, everything, hold on to nothing. Do not bring with you one thought the past has taught, nor one belief you have ever learned before from anything. Forget this world, forget this course, and come with holy empty hands unto your God. God will do his part in joyful and immediate response, right? The the obstacles will be gently removed forever. Golly gee, how many of us labor in vain when all obstacles could be gently removed forever if we could simply give up the false idols, including our judgments and opinions. And we can, we can, and we are. This is how we turbocharge our practice. So day in and day out, we start in the morning. As we come into awareness, some people don't wake up in the morning, but whenever you wake up, some people work the night shift, but whenever it is that you come to consciousness, 
at the beginning of your day. Surrender your life. Surrender your precious, precious life to your own holiness, to the higher Holy Spirit self, and give thanks that you can. Give thanks that you don't have to be in charge, that you can truly surrender and walk through each and every day saying, I don't know anything. I don't know anything except what I'm interested in is being the love of my life. I am interested in feeling the love of God within me now. Lesson 189. And it says here, Ask and receive, paragraph 8, but do not make demands nor point the road to God by which he should appear to you. The way to reach him is merely to let him be. He will come and find you. For in that way is your reality proclaimed as well. And so today we do not choose the way in which we go to him, to God, but we do choose to let God come. And with this choice we rest. And in our quiet hearts and open minds, God's love will blaze its pathway of itself. What has not been denied is surely there. See, it's already there. If it be true and can be surely reached, God knows the Son and knows the way to him. He does not need his Son to show him how to find his way. Through every open door, his love shines outward from its home within and lightens up the world in innocence. This is our responsibility. So this is a deep practice. I don't know what anything is for. I don't know what anything is for. Therefore, I am not going to attribute meaning to it. We can just start right there and stay there. I'm never upset for the reason I think. The only reason I ever get upset is because I'm thinking something (laughs) that's not true. So I'm never upset for the reason I think. I can think, oh, I'm upset. The taxi hasn't come. But you see, I didn't get upset. I didn't get worried because I really know. Everything is perfectly planned, just like it says in the development of trust section in the Manual for Teachers. It takes great learning to understand that all things, events, encounters, and circumstances are helpful. They're helpful. So, so helpful. Oh, my goodness. And the more we practice this, the easier it gets. So in the beginning of each day and all throughout the day, what I like to do is what I call partnering up, consciously connecting and communing with the higher Holy Spirit self, reminding myself I don't know what anything is for, but I'm interested in knowing the goodness. I'm interested in knowing what is the highest choice for love in each and every moment. And this This is our holy walk. This is the way to consistently surrender the meaning that we have made of things and thinking we know. Whenever we think we know, more than likely we're incorrect and we're blocking the truth. Blocking the truth creates suffering in in our experience. So let's not do that anymore. It's just not complicated. It takes great humility to be able to surrender the meaning we've made of things. And it's so freeing. It's so liberating. Most people will not do it. 
<laughs> they'd rather be tethered to the world and keep incarnating over and over and over again, slogging through the world of density. But we don't have to do that, my friend. Liberation is at hand. We can turbocharge our breakthrough. And in these sections, they these are the clues. Give up everything. Forget this world. Forget this course and come with holy empty hands under your God. And it's about choosing love moment by moment. It's in that emptiness that we can choose love. Whew, it goes by so fast. It's time for me to take a break again. So again, I want to remind you, Living a Course of Miracles starts on Thursday with Colin Tipping. While we're on the break, you can go and register totally free, 16 classes, 8 weeks, livingacourseofmiracles.com. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to Unity. Bye. Chris Michaels, host of The Prosperous Life on Unity Online Radio, is an author, life coach, national speaker, and the founder and spiritual director of the Center for Spiritual Living in Kansas City, Missouri. Through his writing, coaching, and speaking, Chris has helped thousands of people understand the basic spiritual principles that govern our lives. In his book, Your Soul's Assignment, he reminds us that we each have something to do here on earth a unique purpose to our lives. If you're interested in discerning what is yours to do, are looking for practical spiritual principles to inspire your life, or coaching to provide you with the tools to live more fully, visit Chris's website at www.chrismichaels.net. That's www.chrismichaels.net. You've seen reality TV. Well, now get ready for reality radio. It's raw, unpredictable, and completely unscripted. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels follows the lives of four people each season as they face their fears and overcome challenges. Listen in weekly and follow along as they take each faithful step on their journey. Learn what it takes to really heal your life. Dr. Chris Michaels shows you how to expect specific and measurable results from prayer. He says, we must place a demand upon consciousness. We don't hope to get what we pray for. We expect it. As a 25-year veteran in the New Thought Movement, Dr. Chris has helped thousands of people find their way to success and healing. His faith is unshakable, and his commitment to helping others heal through the power of prayer is extraordinary. Don't miss Reality Radio, Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels. Live Mondays at 11 a.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio. You've been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, living the love, walking the talk. 
right. Once again, I'm coming to you from England, a little town just right next to Stonehenge. Stonehenge is between Amesbury and Shruton, and I'm in Shruton. <laughs> and I walked over to Stonehenge, quite a walk this morning, and I've uh, been spending a, a time there the last couple of days. Oh, my goodness, I just love those stones. It's so heavenly there to me. The energy is just so beautiful, and uh, I love to sit there and meditate. And I was meditating earlier today because it's tea time here in England. Usually I'm at tea time, morning tea time in Los Angeles. Now I'm afternoon tea time in England. And I was contemplating this. Uh, turbocharging because I really am noticing about myself that the more I release the judgments, the more I release the opinions, the more grace and ease there is in every day of my life and that things go well. And I also am aware that I am consistently undoing the ego day by day, but it gets so much easier because I uh, do not hold on to attachments of how it should be and how it should look. But I used to be tortured by how I thought it should be and how I thought it should look. I mean, I really used to torture myself with the attachments and the expectations and the wanting and the craving and the needing and the aversions, the the feelings of I hate this, I don't like this. I used to take offense at so many different things and I really made myself quite unhappy in so many ways. And I'm so grateful to live by grace now. And I, I think that this is such an important thing here that it says in paragraph 8, God will do his part in joyful and immediate response. Remember, uh, we're talking about all the difficulties, all the obstacles being quietly removed forever. Here's what we do. We ask and we receive, but do not make demands, nor point the road to God by which he should appear to you. The way to reach him is merely to let him be. You see, we don't have to chase after God. We don't have to run around after God. It's really about connecting through the kingdom, through that light within. And it's really very quiet and simple. And there's not a lot of fanfare. We don't have to drive all over town. And you'll notice that um, many spiritual students, the deeper they go in their practice, the more they just enjoy their own company. Because in their own company, they're working with their mind, undoing the ego, undoing the attachments, unhooking those attachments. It's so much simpler than the ego would have us be. And many, many people are driven in their spiritual practice by the ego. And I certainly went through quite a long period where that was true for me, thinking I should do this and I should do that and I should be this and be that. And now it's really so clear that the quiet, simple, gentle path is the easy one and 
that's what I'm interested in. So I'm so grateful that every time that I have an attachment, I have an expectation, I have an opinion of judgment, it creates a disturbance in my life, in my mind, in my emotional body, my physical body. And so I can have my attention drawn to the place of suffering so that I can unhook it and set myself free. And that is such a wonderful, wonderful thing. I'm so grateful for that. Oh, my goodness. It says here, Today we do not choose the way in which we go to him, but we do choose to let him come. And then in paragraph 10, Again, we're in Lesson 189. So beautiful. Father, we do not know the way to you, but we have called and you have answered us. We will not interfere. Salvation's ways are not our own, for they belong to you. And it is unto you we look for them. Our hands are open to receive your gifts. We have no thoughts we think apart from you and cherish no beliefs of what we are or who created us. Yours is the way that we would find and follow. And we ask but that your will, which is our own as well, be done in us and in the world and it become a part of heaven now. Amen. So here's another reminder. Our will is the will of God. And there is only the will of God. In the illusion, there is an illusion of free will. And all heaven breaks out in our life when we align our free will with divine will instead of cherishing a separate will. I think that the greatest thing that keeps many spiritual students from knowing the truth is that they employ their free will to ways that they then feel guilty and ashamed about because they're judging themselves. When we judge others, then we judge ourselves. The backwash comes. So if we can intercede on our own behalf and simply surrender, surrender, surrender. Surrender is inevitable. So it's not we're giving up something that is valuable. We're giving up that which creates our suffering. Yeah. We are like children burning ourselves by touching the hot stove and... It's our free will that we finally will employ to say, I'm not going to do that anymore. Now I'm going to take really good care of myself. Now I'm only going to think the thoughts I think with God. And I am going to enjoy all obstacles being quietly removed forever, forever and ever. (laughs) Oh, it's so wonderful. You know, the next lesson, 190, starts with pain is a wrong perspective. Pain is a wrong perspective. Yes, when I first started offering the Living A Course in Miracles classes, I got a backlash from some Course in Miracles students who told me they'd been studying the course for many, many years, and it pained them to see what I was doing to the course or with the course. And I immediately thought of this lesson 190. P 
pain is a wrong perspective. I choose the joy of God instead of pain. So we're we're joining in this awareness and we're joining in our true nature. Isn't it wonderful that the truth sets us free, that we are already perfectly aligned with the divine? And thank God it's only within an illusion that we could think something else. Thank God for that. Oh, my Lord, thank God for that. Thank God all the suffering is an illusion which cannot last. And everything is working to our good. So let us place our hand on our heart now and be grateful for that. And as we're moving into the heart, I'm thinking about Colin Tipping's class this week. The first class, we're kicking off Living a Course to Miracles this Thursday, May 9th. Our classes this time are at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, and that is 8 p.m. in the U.K., which is where I am, and it's wonderful. So we're all going to be in the daytime, and you get 48 hours to listen free to every single one of the 16 classes. So join us. My name is Jennifer Hadley, and right now we're living the love, and we're saying, and so it is. Amen, amen. Thank you, everybody. Have a great week. And next week, I'll be coming to you from England again. Enjoy. Thank you for tuning in to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Reverend Jennifer Hadley. Join us every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Central for more tools and insights into how to express your beliefs from moment to moment, every day, in every way. A Course in Miracles. Living the love, walking the talk. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This program is brought to you in part by JenniferHadley.com, a global resource providing tools, insight, and support for those seeking to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Online at www.jenniferhadley.com. While there, we invite you to visit Jennifer's blog, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have become Jennifer's prayer partners through her daily power prayer. Like them, you can enjoy this extra support as you come to walk your talk and live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Oprah Winfrey says that Eric Butterworth's book, Discover the Power Within You, changed her perspective on life and religion. Maya Angelou quotes Emily Cady's Lessons in Truth as she recalls her own spiritual awakening. What do these books have in common? They are Unity Classics. Join Rev. Laura Beth Gilbreth, Minister of Unity Transformation, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Hooked on Classics, exploring Unity's classic books. Each month, you'll be able to follow along and contribute your thoughts, questions, and ideas as we examine a different classic Unity book. From Charles and Myrtle Fillmore to Eric Butterworth, Emily Cady, and beyond, experience the foundational teachings of Unity. Hooked on Classics, exploring Unity's classic books. Thursdays on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. 
Take a moment now to reflect on this message from Daily Word. Is something in your life causing you concern? Don't be discouraged. The presence of God is peace and harmony, healing and creative ideas, is with you every moment of every day, providing the help you need. In quiet moments of prayer, let go of any concern. Anchor your trust deep in the realization that with God all things are possible. Never doubt it for a single moment. You are a spiritual being, blessed with all that you need for happiness and fulfillment. God's wisdom will guide you. God's strength will help you do all that you need to do. And God's joy will lighten your heart with hope and courage. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. The Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, Armageddon, the Lake of Fire, and then the choir of angels singing as Jesus emerges from the clouds. Ah, the book of Revelation. Are we really destined to the gloom and doom presented in the final book of the Bible? Or is it possible that within Revelation lies a spiritual guide to the human experience? Listen to this special series as Rev. Ed Townley, the author of Kingdom Come, and Rev. Ellen Debenport, author of The Five Principles, contemplate the truth about the book of Revelation. These colleagues and longtime friends discuss the convoluted symbolism of Revelation because Rev. Ed insists in his new book about Revelation that it's actually filled with positive reinforcement and helpful guidance. The Book of Revelation, an apocalyptic end-of-the-world prophecy, or a personal, practical guide to spiritual growth. Listen in to find out. This series begins Tuesday, April 16th at 6 p.m. Central Time. Kingdom Come, a journey through the Book of Revelation, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Speaks Louder Than Words is an inspiring, informative, and fun hour of uplifting, heartfelt music and commentary that delivers a powerful message of love, joy, and oneness. It will keep you smiling and singing along. Your hosts, Reverends Dale Worley and Christy Snow, are alive with the Spirit of God and singing their love to you each Thursday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central Time with Music Speaks Louder Than Words. Music. It's the only thing that the whole world listens to. Music speaks louder.